Hello and welcome to the Ask Adam and Ryan show. My name is Adam. Welcome. And my name is Ryan Sheehy. And this is a show where you have questions and we have answers. And uh, this show is going to be a little bit different. Ryan did a little uh, question and answer with me a couple weeks ago. So now we're going to turn the mic uh, back on Ryan and I'm going to ask Ryan some questions. So get ready. Uh, first question, Ryan, what got you into education in the first place? Okay. So um, thinking back on that, I was I started off school as a um, political science major. Um, because I had an awesome uh, poli-sci teacher in high school that uh, really lit a fire under me that I, that's where I thought I wanted to go. Um, I, after taking a couple classes in college, I decided, hey, that wasn't right for me. Uh, so I switched my, switched my major to communication. Um, and I did communication for probably a semester or two and said, hey, you know what? That wasn't right for me, and I was getting drawn into some kinesiology classes. And I, oh, cool. and I, um, at, at that point, I had been teaching swim lessons and working with kids at, at summer camps. And I said, "Hey, you know what? I'd, I'd love to take this uh, love of movement that I have in the kinesiology world and apply that to education and uh, getting in as a physical education teacher." And so I was really drawn into that. You know, growing up, I had received education in diverse ways. I went to public mm -hmm. education kindergarten, first and second. And then I was homeschooled third, fourth and fifth. And then I went to a private, a small private Catholic school. I mean, when I say small, I mean six kids in my sixth grade class. Oh my God. And, um, it was like 30 something laps around our playground was a mile when we'd run the mile. So, uh, we would get straws every single time. So, oh my God. Uh, and then I went to public high school. And so I had that diverse education background and I felt like, Hey, you know what? I've seen things that I really like in all those app in all those arenas. And I could bring that viewpoint into public education yeah. um, as a physical education teacher. So I remember you telling me, I don't know, years ago when, as a PE teacher, how many schools did have you taught at? I want to, I'm right about, I'm about 15 schools. Okay. I thought I was like yeah. 20 something. No, I'm, I think I'm about 15 schools as a teacher and then uh, two as an administrator. And so it's funny because uh, people, they hear that and like, man, you, you must have been really bad. You got bounced around that much. And no, that was just the that was just the realm, the world I lived in as an elementary physical education teacher. My first job was I was teaching 90 to 120 kids at a time with two senior instructional assistants. Oh my God. And I was traveling from site to site. And on Wednesdays, I'd go to two sites. So I had six different schools in that first year. And um, it kind of stayed consistent like that yeah. all my time when I was working in elementary. And so, but it, it gave me such a diverse view of schools because I've worked in very, very, very low socioeconomic mm -hmm. to extremely high socioeconomic and everything in between. And so that's given me that yeah. uh, I've got to see like what's, what's I really like it happening in schools in terms of leadership and in terms of what's happening in the classroom yeah. and what I really don't like. No, it's a great perspective. Um, so you taught for a number of years. What made you want to become an admin? I think it really, it goes back to having worked in so many sites mm -hmm. and, and seeing what, um, what has worked and what had it. And, and I was in a school, um, and I was seeing things happening in a way that I didn't necessarily agree. And I said, Hey, there's, I know I can, I can give back more to education than what I'm doing now and having a bigger impact on kids. And so I said, how would I do that? And I started with that reflection question and I, I reflected on that for a while and I started writing, um, journal articles and getting published in magazines on physical education and how to grow that cool. across content. And I said, you know, that was good. I expanded my reach there, but I wanted to get bigger. Yeah. 
And so um, I decided to take that leap into uh, administration. Um, you know, it took took a little bit of time. I started off with being a teacher leader on my campus and making sure that I was setting myself up. I often ask myself, are my, are my habits of today on par with my dreams of tomorrow? And if you're not setting yourself up today for what you want to do, then why are we doing it? And why are we dreaming that? And you can't, you can't achieve that unless you um, are creating those habits. So I was leading like 504 meetings. I was oh, doing cool. that, sitting in on IEPs and really doing that and not your typical what teachers want to volunteer to do, yeah, yeah. but I was really making sure that I well, had especially that. Especially for a PE teacher, too. Ex- well, exactly. And uh-huh. I was, I'm was i one that was barely even going to staff meetings because yeah. principals were telling me, hey, this doesn't pertain to you. Don't worry about it. Don't come. Yeah. And so here I was coming to these other meetings, yeah. and I'm like, hmm, interesting. Sitting back thinking about kind of my time as a physical education teacher, I wish I would have participated more in staff meetings because I've worked at some really awesome sites that have had a lot to offer and I didn't necessarily soak that in, soak that up because I didn't, at that point in time, I didn't have the dream of doing this. Um, I always feel like nobody gets into education to become an administrator, but once you're in education, some people are drawn towards that. And um, I feel, really feel strong that that's kind of what I did. Um, You know, and I, my route to becoming an administrator wasn't uh, your typical um, route. I didn't go through a credential program. I actually uh, tested out um, and it was more of a, I was a, you know, I was married with young kids. I wish I had taken and, that test, man. I spent $25,000 on my admin credential. I think I registered for the test. I think it was like three seventy five. dollars So, um, yeah, no. So I did that and I was able to uh, test out on it and landed my first job um, at, a, at a high school, which uh, yeah. I... I'm so grateful for that opportunity because that gave me such a different perspective from what I had had. And my, I lived a pretty sheltered life growing up and um, my parents really made sure that I was not uh, introduced to a lot of things that I was definitely introduced to as a high school vice principal. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. a little bit of my route to, towards administration. Well, I, I know you got your principal job that you have now when I came into the district, yeah. so which was cool. And you were like, we knew each other, but didn't like know, know each yeah. other. And I was new as a director of innovation and you were just a brand new elementary principal and we just connected. So it's, uh, it's been fun to see your journey, uh, your school. So, Thank you. all right, man, tough question. Who are five people in education that have made the biggest impact on your life and how did they do it? Wow. So, uh, I know I asked this question to you and you only gave, <laughs> I think you only gave two, but I, I'm going to give three. Uh, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to try to go a little bit farther. Okay. Right? We'll, we'll see. We'll see how far I get. Uh, I definitely, you know, thinking back and, um, in education, you know, my, my mom being my, my teacher. Yeah. I think I told you, you weren't allowed to use your dad cause you talk about your dad a lot in yeah. education, but yeah. I rarely talk about my mom in education yeah. and, and she was my teacher third, fourth and fifth. And my dad was the principal quote unquote, um, being a, be a, being a homeschool. My dad would always tell me you're going to, you're going to come see me in the principal's office it was really just the master bathroom and where we'd have conversations. Um, but my mom, you know, really laid the foundation to my education and really, um, pushed me to be the best that I could be to yeah. really draw that out. So she's been one that has really pushed me in education has a big impact. Also think um, Dave Burgess in just yeah. the set, l- allowing people to share their stories and putting those into print, I think has changed. So has changed the game of education. Yeah, it has. Um, and really it has allowed, not only has allowed me to write a book, but has allowed um, me to learn so much from it. Um, and then, you know, after that, I, I honestly, um, 
I would have to say a book that changed my life, and it's kind of cliche because you're here, but kids deserve it. Oh, thanks, man. Um, you and Todd have uh, you guys wrote uh, a book that has changed so many educators' hearts and so many educators' ideas. And that was a book that I, like you said, we knew each other but didn't really know each other. Yeah. I mean, we worked briefly together down in a previous district, and yeah. then I got transferred into a different school. And so I read that book and um, at a time in my life where I really needed that. Um, and then, you know, obviously you and I, we bounced off ideas off each other um, many different times. And, you know, after that, uh, there are so many different educators that I can name. Um, you know, Jay Posick, Mark French, I've been working a lot with them recently um, in terms of principles in action and uh, writing. We just wrote a book together. So they've had a big impact on my life. Yeah. Um, but I could really go on and on about different people. Um, out there in our profession that have impacted me because uh, I think that uh, we have such a rich profession. And if we go out and look for those people, you're going to find so many amazing individuals that will not only make you better educators, but will make you better people. Yeah. So you mentioned a new book that leads into my, my next question. You know, you're writing a leadership book right now and just want to know, hey, what's the book about and what's it like writing with two other people? Because your first book you wrote solo. Yeah. So the book is about um, – you know, redefining the role of an administrator, talking about how we can become a principal in action. Um, and we uh, struggle with the voice of it. You know, we're, I'm writing with Mark French and Jay Posick. We struggle with the voice of like, when you write with three people, how do we want that voice to come across? And, you know, and so we talked with, uh, we're writing the book with uh, Edgy Gladiators. So we talked with our publisher um, a lot Sarah about Thomas. Uh, no, no, that's, sorry. that's um, Marlena, yeah, Marlena, Marlena Gross. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, we worked uh, with that and looking to make sure that when readers would read the book, they, they would understand where that voice was coming from and um, totally different experience writing with two other people yeah, right? um, and writing by myself. I can sit down and, I could just let it flow. Mm -hmm. And with when you're writing with two other, you write, and then you kind of wait for other people to write, and then you go back and forth on that. And um, it was fun because uh, it was nice to see the document just grow yeah. exponentially when you didn't have to necessarily make it do that by yourself. You know, you would you would share those. Um, so it's been a fun journey so far. We're looking forward to to the book coming out. We just uh, turned it into editing. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Cool. So a couple months. Yeah, I'm, we're thinking. I'm thinking June. Okay. Yeah. So June. We're hoping June that it comes out. Cool. So then uh, educators can read that uh, before uh, heading back into school. And it's really you know looking at leadership. And sometimes people talk about leadership only being administrators. Leadership is anybody in education that's willing to lead. Heck yeah. No. True. Yeah. Um, all right, man. You have four kids, and you've obviously you've worked at 15 different schools. If yeah. you could give advice to parents about raising their kids. What would it be and why? Love your children no matter what, you know, and show them that. I think uh, not – there's too many parents. They love their kids, but they don't show it. They don't um, let them know it. And I, I think that that's the key. Build those relationships where you're not friends, but you're willing to have those conversations. Yeah. You're, you're able to have those open conversations with each other. I think a lot of the times we want to – Parents want to be friends with their kids and like, sure. oh, we're best friends, so we can do this, this, and this. Yeah, I'm friends with my kids, but not at that level, right? I, I'm their dad, and I'm their father, and looking at – They're not I, always going to like you. No, they're not always going to like me, yeah. but we do – we are – I am open with them. They're open with me, and so we're allowing to have those conversations. But I really 
made, make it a point that they see my affection for them. Mm-hmm. They see how much I love them. And I, and I try to, uh, try to share that. So that's my big thing. Also don't, don't helicopter them, allow them to make mistakes, allow them to fall down so they can pick themselves back up again. Uh, I know too often in 2019, I see parents just following their kids, willing to carry, like you've talked about it before, carrying their backpacks to school for them and doing those things. Really put the onus on them. Allow them to do it. Um, all four of my kids have been making their own lunch for school from day one. Yeah. We we don't we don't do that. My kindergartner still pa- he packs his own stuff all the way up, and because we really want them to ha- take ownership and build those skills now, so they can they can that can transfer. To hey, later. life is hard. You know, and you're just not doing your kids any favors. If and then, like you know, you said helicopter, but the new thing is a lawnmower parent, where you get them ready for what's in front of them. Um, and obviously, there's been a lot of the um, a lot of that in uh, news about college and uh, parents doing that and spending a lot, a lot more money than we have uh, to do that. So, uh, all right, my next question. Uh, speaking of books, any other books you want to write? You think you want to write? Um, any any anything you want to share or plans? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I definitely. I have the writing bug. I love to write. I love, and it's funny because I, I use it um, as a reflection tool for myself and really just to kind of throw things out on paper and see what catches. And um, one of the, I do, I have a project that I'm kind of working on a little bit, getting, getting some ideas um, and uh, just making sure that uh, the uh, message is getting out of there. I want to really look at unleashing, um, unleashing everyone's power. So, you know, if my first book, Be the One for Kids, was was good and I was able to get the message out there, but I really want to make sure that I take a little bit deeper look into that and almost get an educator's uh, guidebook on how to unleash that power and make sure that um, everyone is doing that and giving them that practical information. I really like Be the One for Kids and how it came out, and that was my manuscript and I, my passion's there, but I want to give educators a little bit more practical guide on how to accomplish those things. So that's something that I've kind of tossed around um, and thought about and uh, something I'm looking at maybe moving forward with. Cool. Um, what is your long-term goal as an educator? I mean, you're not you're young yeah. and uh, what do you, you're not going to be a principal for 20 years. Probably not. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. So I, uh, you know, it's something I go back and forth with all the time. Um, I, I look at it. I love working at a school site and I love being a principal, but kind of moving forward. Uh, I would love, like I've said before, how I, why I got into administration is I wanted to have that big impact on people. Um, and I am still looking at, Hey, maybe I want, um, uh, I want to make a bigger impact and that might look at being a superintendent or, you know, up into the district office. And so I'm looking at those kind of avenues and say, Hey, what's going to take me there. So, um, in education, not exactly sure what it's going to look like. It might be working with different school districts, you know, almost, um, speaking with them, working with them, working with their educators, making sure that what we're doing is impacting the classroom tomorrow or it might be moving up into the district office into a superintendent role. All right, man. Lightning round. All right. What's your favorite color? Blue. Favorite word? <laughs> you asked me these same I questions. know. I did. I should I should have been ready for it, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, favorite word is um, two, carpe diem. What is your least favorite word? Cannot. What sound or noise do you love? Rain. What sound or noise do you dislike? 
complaining. Ah, I think I said the same thing. <laughs> what would you like to see on a who would you like to see on a new banknote? Pope Francis. Okay. I knew that was coming. Yeah. What profession other than – is there any non-American um, citizens on our money? Because he's not an American citizen. Probably not. Uh, I'm just, I'm just yeah, talking yeah, yeah. out loud. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, police officer. What other profession other than your own would you not like to attempt? Wow. Um, garbage man. <laughs> uh, what's the last book you read? The last book I read was, um, oh my gosh, Dare to Lead by Brene, uh, by oh, yeah, Brene Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure I should borrow it. Yep. Uh, what's your favorite children's book? Uh, Ish. Oh yeah. Peter Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, if you were a breakfast cereal, what breakfast cereal would you be and why? Captain Crunch with Crunchberries because the Crunchberries <sighs> adds the fun to some leadership. I think I said like, Raisin granola, organic <laughs> yeah, crunch, and Ryan's got Captain Captain Crunch berries. It's all good. That's yep. why there's differences in the world. Hey, y'all, uh, tweet us your questions at Mr. Adam Welcome Rashi, ERW, and we'll try to answer as many as we can on our next show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on our pack, podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review and subscribing. See you next week.